50,000 to win at Lernerville or 60,000 to win at Port Royal? That's the decision facing some sprint car teams in the coming weeks. We'll talk about that, plus a big name driver possibly missing the Chili Bowl and accusations of traction control in Canadian sprint car racing. Let's go. It's Wednesday, September 20th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Before we get started, if you like what I do here, make sure to hit that subscribe button. As I write this, we are at 22,828 YouTube subscribers, and I'm wondering if we can get to 23K by tomorrow. We need just about 172 of you to hit that button. Just to give you some idea, for the month of July, we were well across 140,000 unique viewers on the channel. So that means just 16% of you are subscribed. Uh, if you're on the fence about subscribing, I'd love to know your thoughts on why. So leave me a comment. Uh, all right, let's get into the show today. I've had a few messages about this first topic, so I wanted to run through everything today so we could kind of talk about it and understand where everybody lies. The Tuscora 50 being rained out and rescheduled for Thursday, October 5th has created an interesting decision for a few of the World of Outlaws teams. That October 5th date is the Thursday before the Outlaw weekend at Port that runs Friday and Saturday the 6th and 7th. But because of the limits placed on the Outlaw full-timers, if any of them want to run, they'd have to use one of their four freebies. I've been saying eight as well, you know, kind of through, the whole, you know, through this whole thing, but as of this moment, nobody has gone over the initial four, so the eight kind of doesn't really matter. It's an interesting decision, though, because next Tuesday, September 26th, is the 50,000 win high limit show at Lernerville. And I think if a bunch of the teams were saving their final freebie for that event, but we know of at least one team that's decided to switch from Lernerville to Port Royal instead. Tanner Holmes posted just a few days ago to social media that the Shark Racing 1T, which was the 1A with Jacob Allen, is racing port instead of Lernerville. Holmes falls under the restrictions because of the car, and that team has one race left of their freebies. Jacob Allen used two on the Eldora Million, and Holmes was at the High Limit Show at Husets. So that's one driver for port. And unless they decide to go into the... Uh, uh, into that second tier, uh, you know, that eight race tier bonus and, and or eight race tier and lose some of the bonus money. We also won't see Geo Selzy, Sheldon Hoddenshield, and Robbie Price at either Lernerville or Port. They have all used their four race allotment. Selzy did Lakeside and Eagle with High Limit plus the million. Sheldon was Lakeside and Wayne County uh, plus the million. And Robbie Price did Eagle and Husets High Limit and the million. So that leaves nine teams who need to decide uh, who all have one freebie left. And I say nine and not 10 because Bill Rose hasn't used any of his freebies. So he could, in theory, do both. We're going to assume Brad Sweet is headed to Lernerville. Uh, it's his racing series and the last big payday. So choosing Port, I think, would be a pretty big shock. Uh, so the eight with a choice to make are David Gravel, Carson Macedo, Logan Schuhart, Donnie Schatz, Spencer Baston, Brock Zierfoss, James McFadden, and Noah Gass. Baston and Shots have won Outlaw shows at Port before, and I think a case could be made for them to switch. And Logan Schuhart and Brock Zierfoss are from central Pennsylvania, so they could switch as well. Although, I could see Schuhart doing Lernerville instead, even with the other Shark car doing Port. The 1S hasn't had great results at Port in recent years. I also think Zierfoss and Gas could use their final free passes on maybe a different race. Maybe something with a potentially smaller car count, where they could maximize their results, not uh, you know, up against such a huge big field. And when all of this came to light before the 2023 season started, I thought we'd get to a point in the year where at least a team or two would fall off the Outlaw Tour to chase money elsewhere, but that never materialized. Everyone has stayed signed on, even the Roth 83 with McFadden that lost out because of that tire test situation. And with only 14 races left now in the year for the Outlaws, it wouldn't make any sense to drop off at this point. 
We'll keep an eye on social media to see if there are any other announcements, and I guess we'll find out uh, for sure next Tuesday when the haulers roll into Lernerville who exactly has made what decision. Another interesting open-wheel development to come in the last few days is the realization that Rico Abreu won't be at the Chili Bowl in 2024. He shared on Sunday that he'd be heading to Australia in December, and a schedule for that trip posted by Wikipedia shows Rico running at Perth Motorplex on December 26th, 28th, January 2nd, and January 13th. He'll also be at Bunbury on January 1st and 6th. The Chili Bowl starts January 7th for practice, then runs from the 8th through the 13th. And that means Chili Bowl Saturday conflicts with that Perth date for the finale of the USA vs. Western Australia Speed Week. Rico is a two-time at Chili Bowl winner, and the last time he wasn't in Tulsa in January was 2010. So this will end a 13-year streak of Chili Bowl appearances. This comes on the heels of Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell not running the event in 2023, and there's no indication they will race in 2024 either. Larson instead chose to race the uh, Rumley late model, uh, and Bell's uh, bosses at Joe Gibbs Racing have put the kibosh on any dirt racing in his, uh, his near future. Even though you probably won't see him at the Chili Bowl, Rico will be back in a midget this coming weekend at Eldora for the Forecrown. He's slated to drive Tanner Thorson's number uh, 24 on both Friday and Saturday. A couple of other notes for you today. 411 Motor Speedway has canceled their upcoming Flow Racing Night in America series event due to, quote, logistical reasons. In a release, track owner Mitch McCarter said their family business and farm are keeping them tied up right now and that they didn't have the time to prepare adequately for the event. With 411 off, that leaves four race nights left for the Flow Series late models. They are at Tyler County on September 27th, Tri-County on October 12th, and they will close out the season at Sonoya November 10th and 11th. Also, there is an interesting situation going on right now up at Oshweekin Speedway in Canada. Over the weekend, Mike Bowman picked up the 30,000 to win Northern Sprint Car Nationals. That was a 360 event. But in the aftermath, he's been protested by Hill's racing team with driver Sam Haferteep Jr. Haferteep finished second in the event, and the complaint has been lodged over Bowman's magneto and ignition box. Both of those parts are being sent to the manufacturer for inspection, along with those from Haferteep's 15. When we get into things like magnetos and ignition boxes, we're talking about potential illegal traction control. Traction control systems often are in place to detect rapid changes in engine RPM, which are then equated to wheel spin, and the ignition settings are changed on the fly by those traction control systems to kind of equate for those rises in RPM and correct them. In this specific case, the track and its officials are expecting a resolution by September 29th after the parts and pieces are shipped and properly inspected. Bowman is in his first full season of 360 competition. He's won an incredible 14 times between the 360 and his crate sprint car. In recent weeks, he's won over $60,000 from victories at Oshweekin. Uh, we'll see if they uh, come up with anything here. Uh, in Dirt Racing Podcast Land this week, Wing Nation has Freddie Raymer, Ryan Timms, and Zeb Wise. Open Red has Tanner Holmes. Dirt Tracks and Ribrax has AJ Bender. Doing Which on Dirt has Johnny Petrozelli, and Non Wing Worldwide has Shane Carson. There are also new episodes of Loud Pedal, The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Track Confessions, and Dirt Track Weekly. Uh, to find a full list of these shows and recent episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. Uh, that's it for the show today. You can see today's streaming schedule over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. I think just Millbridge is the only thing going on tonight besides uh, the 24-7 channels. And you can get some uh, Dirt Tracker apparel over at shop.dirttracker.com. Uh, hats, shirts, decals, koozies, everything ships for free for U.S. buyers uh, for orders of $20 or more. I hope you guys have a good Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.